When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with a legend, somebody who's played a huge role in one of the biggest rap movements of the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. D Gaines in the building. What's up, man? How you doing? I, I would say the biggest rap move, movement of all time. Mm. Yeah. I mean, because when you look at Chicago in 2011, 2012, whatever, a lot of the biggest shit that's still coming out to this day really kind of links its way all back to the early back. days of drill. Yeah, it's still like super heavily influenced by what we did mm. out there in Chicago. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, tell me a little bit about your <clears throat> upbringing though before you even got into all this. What was your life like as a young man? Um, like I ain't gonna lie, it was like pretty tough growing up in Chicago. You mm. know what I mean? You know, uh, I grew up on the South Side. Poverty, low end projects, mm-hmm. you know, figuring it out. Uh, I dropped out of school like super early, like what age? Like fourteen. Mm. You know what I mean? Because uh, you were in the streets, or what were you nah, into? I never was in the streets. Like, okay. I, I feel like I tried to get in the streets, but it never worked out. <laughs> I, I, I think I was a little too square for the streets, you know. But uh, I don't know. I just. School just wasn't for me. I don't even remember ever doing any work. Like, but mm-hmm. I used to pass. I don't know what's, what that's about. But um, I don't know. My mind was just always somewhere else, like into the arts. And you know, instead of doing work, I'd be drawing and really just like daydreaming, like somewhere else. I don't even remember no school work, like for real. So you were just like a real creative type. Yeah. Uh, what kind of stuff were you into, uh, young? Like like comics, Marvel, mm-hmm. and you know stuff like that. Uh, like always into like the science fiction right but i was like heavily into music as a kid too you know um you know being around my grandmother and having access to like so much music you know she used to have like hundreds of cds so every day i'm listening to like barry white then i'm listening to crisscross then i'm listening to britney spears crisscross was huge for me yeah yeah that was huge so uh you wear your pants backwards Maybe I don't know. I, don't I did. A couple <laughs> times. I tried at least. My parents weren't really feeling it, but yeah, because that was their thing. For people who don't understand that, they wore their clothes all backwards. Yeah. So yeah, I used to. I used to be bumping the crisscross, MC Hammer, right, all that stuff like that. Yeah. Good era. Yeah. MC Hammer was one of my first uh, artists as well. But okay, like so you're <laughs> you're just kind of obsessed with music and all this stuff, and you dropped out mm-hmm. of school what just because you were busy being creative, doing shit in your room, you just Man. didn't fuck with school. You know what it what it was like <clears throat> like I grew up in the projects and I remember like liking school then I had all my my friends we were all like in the same grades since like kindergarten so I grew up with like the same kids and once they started tearing down the buildings I grew up in the Robert Taylor homes we had to move on to the blocks and it was just like a completely different world like the kids were different and I went to a a new school and it was a new environment I feel like kind of like took a toll on me and I just didn't want to be really? around those those kids. Was it was more violent and more aggressive? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, <laughs> I I remember feeling like it, it felt like lean on me. Really? Like the movie, like in seventh and eighth grade, 
it was like it was terrible, man. Like I couldn't, you couldn't even go in the bathroom because you would get beat up. So I used to just hold my piss every day. <laughs> really? Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. There wasn't like one safe bathroom. Nah, not the bathroom <laughs> we went to. Like, right. it was food fights every day. I remember him like throwing mop buckets and busting out the lights in the mm. in the lunchroom. Like it was crazy. And so, are you hearing about like gang shit and everything like that, or is that just something you found out about later? Yeah, I've been. I feel like I've been hearing about it since I was a kid, but I didn't know what it was. You mm. know what I mean? Because I never like got into that world. So I would see it around me. I had family that's all in gangs and stuff like that, but just never. I don't know. It didn't never. It never made sense to me. So I didn't. Right. I didn't never get into it. You know. When did you uh, pick up a camera? Um. Well, my like first official camera was like in 2010. Like, okay. But I was already like shooting with other cameras, like handy cams and cell phones and stuff like that. Probably like when I was like around 18. Were you fucking around YouTube or are you just filming no, this stuff? this before and... YouTube. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this was MySpace. Right. We was like uploading videos to MySpace, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how I got into it. Like first, my first video was like shot on a cell phone. Okay. Yeah. And you're thinking about shooting rap videos from the beginning or when did that idea kind of hit you? No, nah, it was like I was, I was doing music. Okay. I was producing music. I was engineering. And I, I knew how to do music videos from watching them so much and watching making a video and access granted. So it just, I never had any intentions on actually shooting music videos. I always wanted to do music, you right. know? But, you know, it was just like we was having fun. We would make a song, I'd make a beat, record it, make the song. It's like, all right, yeah, let's shoot a video. Uh-huh. And it just became a consistent thing. And then, people on the outside looking in start seeing what I was doing for myself and like the people around me and they wanted it, you know? Right. And so who was around you? Like when, cause we, we think of you as like getting started with chief Keith. Yeah. But did you do anything with artists or significant before that? Yeah. So before I even was known for doing music videos, I had an in-house studio where I was producing mm. for artists and engineering. So I already was building up my name like that, you know, through Inglewood, Cause my uncle, he went to uh, the same school as like Lil Durk, uh, which was Robeson, like Famous Dex and all of them. Mm-hmm. So he would take my beats to school, wow. and the artists would want to work with me off of the beats. You wow, know, that was like 2008, and then that's that's actually how I ended up meeting Lil Durk. So I met Durk like in 2009 when he was like 15, 16. Wow, and he was already making music. Yeah. His name was uh, like Yada Man back then. Okay. Yeah. He, first day I met him, he like slept on my studio floor. Really? Yeah. And did you think he had talent at the time? Uh, yeah. He had like real like, like light voice, but I was the artist who came with him was it was an artist named Bougie who brought Lil Durk to my crib. So I was more focused on that artist. You right. Know what I mean. And the word drill definitely didn't exist yet at this nah, time. It didn't exist. I, I never I didn't hear the word drill until I started working with uh or it being used the way it was being used until I started working with King Louie okay. in 2011. So that's who I say coined the phrase, like Chirac, drill a noise. I never heard that term until right. I worked with King Louie. Yeah. But me and Lil Durk at that time, like, did anything stand out to you about him in terms of, you know, we've just seen him to be so insanely popular, nah. enduringly popular over the years? Um, nah, at that time, we only had did like uh, one song. He was like on a hook to a song or something like that. But he ended up coming back 
like a couple months later and recording the record with me. And right. then I um I started working with my my brothers after that, which was the Buck Twenty Brick Boys. Okay. Um it was F Dot, Chopper, and Billionaire Black and J. Chris. Oh, so okay. I, I met like Lil Dirk and Billionaire Black like in the same year. Right. And uh I started working with them, like producing all their music, engineering, designing the album art. That's actually how I started building a real buzz, like mm. through the internet and YouTube with what I did with them. And then I ran back into Lil Durk at the end of 2010. That was actually the same night I met Young Chop. Uh-huh. So it was like all a movie and right. is everything falling into place. But it probably like didn't that. seem like that big a deal at the time. Yeah, it's it was just, just all like, these people ended up being really important. Yeah. yeah. So I, I ran into Lil Durk at a, I was shooting a video for a song with Young Chop on it. And uh, Dirk was at the party, and he was like, man, we got we to gotta get back in tune. I hadn't seen him in, like, maybe a year. And uh, after that, he hit me up on Facebook, like, all, um, let's work. Mm. He like, how much you going to charge me? I'm like, oh, $250. And then, I don't know, it just, some in me was like, man, I don't know, I think he, he probably got something. And I hit him back up, like, man, I'll, I'll just, I won't even charge you, bro. Let's mm. just Let's just go. So it was your mentality at the time, like, I'm going to learn to do as many different things for an artist so that I could maybe like shoot their video, mm-hmm. design their cover art, produce their song. Like you were just like, fuck, I'll, I'll take any possible way I can to get money. Nah, I, everything I learned how to do was actually for myself. Oh, right, right. Like when I started making beats, I made beats for myself. Cause right. I was looking at Kanye and I was like, I want to do that. Mm. So me learning how to do videos, that that just was a given. That just happened. But Everything I learned how to do was for me. Right. And then it, I just gave it to the world, you know. You feel like you got like a hustler's spirit, so you were going to figure out how to make money in a million different ways regardless? I feel like I got, I got a creative spirit, mm. and I just so happen to make money off of being creative. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So how did you meet Sosa? When did that happen? Um... I met Dirk, I mean, Sosa, uh, he was hitting me up on Facebook, like, after I started working with Dirk, um, like, uh, he hit me up a few times, I didn't know who he was, and then he ended up dropping a video with DJ Ken, which was the first time I ever seen a Chief Keef video, mm-hmm. it was in his bitch with him and Lurie's, okay. and I was like, Damn, this dude has been hitting me up like he kind of dope. Right. And I ended up going to DJ Ken's studio with Lil Durk one day, and I pulled up and Keith was outside, and we just like chopped it up for a second. And I don't know, I just felt the energy, and he was like, "Man, you want to work on something?" I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." You felt like he was a star. Yeah, he had some. He it was something about him, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie, he. I remember him, he's just like talking to me like with his eyes closed. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like, it is crazy because back then I thought he was older than what he was because he was right. taller than me. Because so he I, was like 15, probably 14. Yeah, he, right? was, he was like, I thought he was like 19, 20. Mm. But then I found out from Sasha Gohar, like, um, he's, he's 15. Right. But I didn't know that until after the first video I did for him. Like, uh, the first video I did uh, was Bang. Mm. And, um, I remember, you know, I didn't charge him or anything. I, I texted him, like, hey, you, you can't pick me up? Like, I'm doing a free video. Mm. You know, uh, you could at least give me a ride. And he was like, oh, I, I can't drive. I'm, I'm a youngin'. <laughs> what does that mean? You feel me? It is. So I, I literally, I caught the bus to go shoot his first music video. Right. Yeah. 
And did he stand out to you as like maybe more dangerous than the average rapper at the time? Because he had this whole crazy ass case at the time and everything. No, he right? didn't. He didn't have that case. Oh, okay. Yet. Yeah, that didn't happen till months later. I shot Bang in August. Um, the stuff with the case didn't happen till like November. But are you regarding dudes like him and Dirk as like, you know, crazy ass young gang members, or do they oh. just seem like rappers? Man, he was cool. Like me and Dirk had a, a real tight relationship because we got like mutual, like actual, actual family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like cousins that mm. related. So me and Dirk were like super tight at the time. So like I was cool. Like I feel like I never been in danger around none of these people. Mm -hmm. Feel me? I don't know if that's like God, but I ain't never went through like no super crazy situations with them, and I never seen no wild side to to any of these people. You know, yeah. I ain't saying it don't exist, but. It didn't happen around me. Maybe I wasn't around enough, you know? Right. So when you first start shooting with Sosa, is he trying to, like, kind of claim you as his videographer at all? Or is it just, like, uh, one and one and done? Or did you keep uh, working after that? I feel like at first for me it was it felt kind of like a one and done because I didn't even recognize what was really happening because I was dealing with so much at the time, like, in my personal life. And on top of that, I'm working with King Louie and Dirk, too, and a bunch of other artists, but... Louie and Dirk were really going up, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because I did like the I'm a Hitter with Lil Dirk, uh, which I produced that one too. Mm. And I produced the King Louie Money Dance, you know what I'm saying? So those records were going up. So I'm paying attention to the stuff that I actually had a real hand in, but not really paying attention. Like Keith video is surpassing everybody, mm. you feel me? Because um, the Bang video did like 400K in a month and I never had did those type of numbers that fast and that many numbers on a single video right yeah i mean yeah when Ke when keith came out i mean there was just such an unbelievable amount of energy around him like there was a lot yeah. of energy around chicago and the city and a lot of different artists who were coming out of there but the chief keith energy was kind of a different level right yeah it was it happened fast too right like um we did bang and i ain't talked to him for a couple months and then i remember he jumped he dropped John Madden with Ken, mm -hmm. and his confidence was just different. But I knew I knew something was going on. I, I was shooting a video with Sasha, and Keith showed up. It was like an older woman walked up and was like, "I know who you are. You you made that bang song." And I'm looking like, like so I don't. You shooting your shot with a 16 year old lady? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she asked me like rap the lyrics and stuff. I bet a lot of grown ass women went to the dark side with him and oh, just yeah. fucking took that young child under their arm and <laughs> guided him into adulthood yeah, real quick. Yeah, Keith, Keith was getting it in, man. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it was uh, it was happening really fast. Mm. Like, um, when it came to the case, I had hit Keith up to shoot another video after he dropped John Madden. I reached out to him, like, let's work again. And we did uh, the Aim That You video. Mm -hmm. And the same week that I dropped that video, uh, I get a call randomly like, man, Somebody just, uh, the police just killed Chief Keith. I was like, what? The? I called the manager. And, and, uh, Who, Pan? No, nah, it was uh, Dro at the time. Okay. I called Dro because I linked Dro and Keith together. And um, called Dro, like, man, they said the police just killed Keith. Mm. And he was like, what? And he called me back. It was like, no, nah, they, they just shot at him. He's in custody. I'm like, oh. But then the internet was going crazy. Um, um, and I remember he got locked up. I went to like, like two of his court cases and whatever, and then they uh, locked him up for like a month. Mm. Then he gets out, 
like January. And then that's when the video hit world start with the little kid, like Chief Keith is out of prison. <laughs> and then when that hit world start, I knew it was I knew it was like about to go up at that point, you know. Right. And I mean you're getting to put all these videos on your channel, yeah. which must have been sick as fuck. Because now, at <clears throat> these days, artists, I mean, a, a really small artist might go to you and be like, yeah, put it in your channel because I mm -hmm. need the promotion. But like, as soon as artists get bigger, they don't even want their videos on Worldstar anymore. They yeah. want their shit on their own channel. But yeah. back then, nobody really knew what the fuck was going on. So you're getting to put all these classic videos on and your they channel. they wanted it on my channel. Like, right. they was asking for that, you know, because I was already building a buzz before I even was doing all the Keith and videos. Mm -hmm. I already was making a name for myself. Like most artists that I worked with back then, they reached out to me mm. from what I was already doing, you know? Right, definitely. So at any point in this, did you start like, you kind of become part of any particular clique or did you always want to be independent and be able to shoot videos for whoever? Yeah, I always wanted to be independent. Right. I feel like I had close relationships with certain artists, but I wanted to work with everybody, bro. Like I didn't, I never was in a gang, I never was in the streets, or none of that. So I never wanted to click up with anybody. Like I feel like I had a few instances where people was like, "Man, just roll with us," and I'm like, "I, I want to work with everybody. Like right. I want to put the whole city on." That was the whole like plan from the get go. And did it know? seem really territorial at that time, where like? You know, obviously there's rappers from different gangs yeah. and shit, and the idea of them sort of claiming a video director kind of makes sense to me that they probably would not want you to be fucking with their ops as well, right? Um, I feel like at the time, a lot of the people I was working with were, were homies. Like when I met uh, King Louie for the first time, Dirk went with me to the video shoot. Mm -hmm. You know, like the first video I did for Louie, Dirk is in it. You know, Keith is in I mean, Durkin is in the first Keith video I did. You feel mm. me? So I don't, I don't think I really experienced that. But, like, I did have a few instances where, like, I would get, like, death threats. Mm. But mainly because I wouldn't shoot people's videos. Like, people would threaten me. Just because they were whack or because they were ops of people that nah, you were cool with? Just because I didn't like the music. Like, I was real, like... Mm picky back then like if i don't like it i'm not shooting but at anymore. that time like with you being close with chief keep if you had shot a video with somebody who was you know basically saying fuck chief chief keep even not in that song but just yeah. like in other songs chief keep wouldn't have hit you up and been like bro you can't be fucking with them but i feel like it wasn't that hectic back then that wasn't yeah because it kind of took a while yeah. to blossom into that right i feel like that didn't the the heavy dissing didn't happen in my opinion to like all the little JoJo stuff mm. started happening. That was two years later. Yeah. So at that point, everything was already gone. So I didn't really have to endure a lot of that. Like, mm. it was some people that didn't like each other, but it wasn't... Like, you look at all my stuff, I wasn't shooting, like, this videos and stuff like that. Did you always try to avoid that? Yeah. I, mm. I, I didn't even really want to put the guns in it. I have a whole version of Aimed at You with Chief Keef that we reshot the video because it had guns in it. And I really? was like, man, bro, let's redo it. I don't want to put this out. Because he was done with putting guns in the video pretty early, right? They did it a little bit early on, and then they stopped know. by the time. Like, even Love Sosa doesn't have guns in it, right? Yeah, but I don't even think it was like a, like, on, I don't think it was like on purpose. I think it just wasn't like a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't nothing we was really focused on, you know, like putting guns in it, you know? Right. It just kind of happened like that way. Were you uh, like filming videos in O Block and in all these places and like? No, I never been in O Block. I only been in O Block like twice. You, oh okay. I never. But you um, never shot a video there. No, nah, I never filmed a video in O Block. Okay. O Block before. Right. Yeah. 
all the videos I did with Keith, I don't think they were like ever in like the neighborhoods he grew up in. Yeah, that's you true. Know? It was like at his grandma's house we did a video. Yeah, because he was on house arrest. Because that was one of yeah. the main memes when you were talking about Keith in the early days. It would be like he has to shoot all his videos in his grandma's house because yeah. he's on house arrest. We thought that was so crazy. No, the only one that I did for him when he was on house arrest was uh, every day. Okay. That was the only one he was on house arrest. Every other video, like he was on home confinement when we did I Don't Like. Uh huh. So like the next day he got put on house arrest after I Don't Like because he wasn't supposed to be where he was uh, shooting the video. Right. So yeah. When by the when you look at yourself as a videographer at that time, mm -hmm. what is your honest opinion of your ability to put a put together a good music video at that time? Looking back on it now. Um. I think most of it was my editing, mm. like the 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 pacing of like my edits. It was making a whole lot look better than. I'm not saying it didn't look good, but my editing really worked in my favor, you know. Mm. Um, and I think I think what it was was it was it was real. See nowadays, I feel like it's harder if I was to do it with again or try to do it again because I feel like a lot of the artists are trying to emulate that era and mm. when we did that it wasn't a thought it was just like i feel like everybody was confident and knew we had something i don't know i don't know if we knew exactly how big it was what we were doing but it was organic it wasn't i feel like that's why it worked out mm. it was it was just like it was real you know that's what i look at it back then like i, I put myself in a lot of dangerous situations uh that didn't turn out to be dangerous for me, but. Like what, what stands out to you as a. Just weird? being like Chicago, you can't really just be on blocks like that. Right. Like, you get caught in a crossfire. Like I've had a video shoot get shot up before. Really? And yeah, the video never came out, but. Where were you shooting, just out on the street? Yeah, I was in, I was in like Killerwood. And we was out at nighttime and just started hearing hella gunshots. Mm. Like, I got the footage still. And, and I just, you just see the camera go down and me ducking. And right, like, did oh, anybody shit. get hit? Nah, uh -huh. I don't even know if they were shooting at us or they were shooting in the sky. I don't know what was happening. Really? But yeah, that, I feel like that was probably the most dangerous thing that ever happened at a video. Other than that, everything probably went like pretty good, you know. Right, that yeah. is pretty dangerous. Yeah, it was. It's dangerous being. I was, and I was always out there by myself. I didn't ever have security. I didn't have a crew. Like mm. all those videos are all me. You, you had know? it on you. Nah, I ain't never owned a gun before. I, sh I just shot a gun for the first time last yeah. year in the desert in oh, Arizona. Wow. Like, I ain't never, I ain't never sold drugs, nothing. I interviewed uh, 16 Shot Him Visuals, who mm -hmm. does a lot of interviews now, and he used to shoot music videos and yeah. shit, and he said that he got he got a, a gun case while shooting a video, I believe. Yeah, I, don't, I never met him before. I seen, like, a couple of his interviews, but I don't know. That stood out to me when I heard that. I'm like, damn, yeah. there's probably not that many video guys out there keeping the gun on them. Yeah, I mean. Even though in Chicago, it seems like a pretty safe bet. <laughs> yeah, you probably, <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't, that's. One of the reasons I don't really see back then I was, I was like on autopilot. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. So like these days I'm I'm a, a, a lot more self-aware. I love myself a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I don't really put myself in those type of situations. How old are you? I'm 33. 33. Okay. Yeah. So you got the old man wisdom at yeah, a certain yeah. point where you're like, damn, I don't want to die. Yeah. I want to make sure I'm alive <laughs> for a long time. Like when yeah. you're really like when you're like 16, it's like. I ain't gonna die. Yeah, and I've the had fuck? nightmares about it. Like I've literally had nightmares of like me at a video shoot and some crazy 
some crazy shit happening, you know what I'm saying? Then it got to a point, too, where it's just like, I don't want to put that type of mm. energy out in the world anymore either. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah, I just really stay away from it. I, don't, I ain't trying to be on no blocks. And then Chicago's like crazy, man. It's like unpredictable. I, don't, I just don't want to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. And then at the same time, it can happen anywhere. If it's meant to happen, it's gonna happen, but I mean, I look look where Lil Durk is at in, in his career. Mm -hmm. And last year, he had two guys with guns run up in his fucking yeah. house in a gated community in Atlanta. Yeah, which yeah, I yeah. guess we never really heard the full story of why that happened. But that really like lets you know that yeah, you can make it in life, and it still could happen to anybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, does anything stand out about the Love Sosa video? Um. Yeah, I I picked the record. Mm. I told him to shoot you knew that, that was that was that was it. I knew it. Mm. He he had put a uh, snippet on Facebook, and I heard the snippet, and I I remember sharing it. Me and him hadn't spoken in a while. Like mm. uh, we did the every day, and we didn't speak for like five six months. Right. And I, he posted that on Facebook. I reshared, and I was like, "Hey, this a hit." And uh, he hit me up like a month or two later, just like random. Right. And it was like let's shoot let's shoot a new video, and he picked me up. We went. We actually shot the video in the same place we shot. I don't like. Uh huh. Uh, and he wanted to shoot the song "Finally Rich," and I, I guess he probably could tell I didn't want to do it. So like, he ended up handing me his phone. He like, you pick a song, mm. and I went straight to the L. Like, you guys had a relationship like that? Like, he nah. trusted you to I mean, make that decision? I think so. Yeah, with that, uh, I think he trusted me because so much stuff that I had did before had went up because. You know, I had the I had the Midas touch. You know, hmm. I think he trusted me to to pick the record. But so by that point, he's like signed to Interscope and shit, right? Yeah, he was signed. That was the first video that I did for him when he was signed. Uh, Love Sosa. Right, and there wasn't any pressure on him to like, oh, you need to shoot this video with like a big name director with a big budget, because that nah. seems like a zero budget, a zero dollar yeah. budget video. Nah, I ain't, it was literally like how everything else went. He picked me up. Right. We shot the video. I put out the snippet and we dropped it. It wasn't like I didn't talk to the label or nothing when we did Love Sosa. Mm. You know? So, from your perspective as a video guy, were you like trying to stay in the loop there so you could keep trying to shoot as many videos as possible, even with him blowing up? Or was your attitude not really like that so much? Um, I think that was the that was the issue. Like, I didn't want to be uh in the mix it, that shit would like be overwhelming you know what mm -hmm. i mean going around is like so many people is too much going on you know what i mean so uh i didn't really have any real close relationships with these people for real mm -hmm. like how people may think like i feel i think i only met keith like 10 times mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like every time we linked it was like to work i never hung out with him like he was like a teenager and i was in my 20s you know so right. And I never really had a, a conversation with him. Like we just were linked to work. So once I'm done working, I'm going back. But I, I'm hella introverted. I was I'm a homebody anyway. So mm -hmm. either way it go, I wouldn't have had time to be hanging out with them anyway. I was on my own thing. You but know? were you shooting videos for all the the rest of Glow Gang at that time too? Uh, nah. You didn't really do any videos for Fredo or, or Tato. Yeah, or I anything? did one with uh, with it was a song with Keith. Fredo and Lil Reese on it, and then I let right. I let Elevator Magazine drop the video. Oh, wow. but that was my video. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, what about Dirk? Like, when? When? How many more videos did you do with him at that time? 
Uh, the f- the first video we did, we did sneak this in in 2011. Mm. We did I'm a hitter, and uh, I think we did like some like freestyle joints, like you know what I'm saying. Mm. And then the next big one we did was the L's anthem. Right. And then he got arrested after that, and when he got out of jail, we did the right here video. Mm. Then after that, like we didn't really speak anymore after that for real. Right. Yeah. You remind me of myself. Like you fucking work with all these big ass artists, and then you just kind of like, <laughs> like yeah. I, I fucking interview Lil Dirk, and it's like, from like a music industry clout chasing perspective, you're supposed to like stay in touch with them and try yeah. to keep the relationship going and stuff. And I'm just like so not like that. Like we do, yeah. we do business together, and then you know maybe we hit you up like a couple years later to do. I'm trying to be less like that, but yeah, it's just kind of how I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I want it better relationships with these people but I, everything just happened super fast i feel like it was a lot of miscommunication mm-hmm. it was a lot of it was just a lot going on bro like we all from the from the real life gutter you know what mm-hmm. i mean and when all that stuff started happening i don't think we anybody knew what to do with that attention then you got everybody else coming in from uh everywhere else like bro it was a lot it was a whole lot going on i, I wish i would have had better relationships with them but mm-hmm. It, it just didn't happen that way. But you started to be really in demand at that time, too? Did you start working with a shitload more people? or? Uh, man, I always I always had my own vision. I just wanted to work with the dopest artists ever, the best music ever. Mm. And then I always had an issue with, like, speaking. Like, you know what I'm saying? Handling business and speaking and having it. Because it was a lot, bro. I'm getting so many emails. I'm getting this. So I would put people in position to help me with that and i would allow their visions to overshadow mine mm. if that makes sense so it was a, a a part a place in my career where it wasn't me and what i wanted to do mm. it was my management and they're booking me and they're just booking me whatever's gonna make some money you know what i mean right. so for a couple of years it just became about the bread I, I had more money than i ever had but i was the most unhappy I was I ever was you know what I mean because okay even if we just look at Chicago there's been a bunch of influential video guys who've come out of Chicago over the yeah. years and it's kind of up to you how you want to go about doing it where you know the the prime example of of somebody just being extremely picky is Cole Bennett mm-hmm. he he built an insane brand super popular brand off just being really really picky about what artists he works with so that like his channel is like a big cosign you have somebody like AZ Productions who who made a big ass mark and stuff but he's kind of more somebody where like a fan or like an aspiring artist knows that if they get him to shoot the video, he'll put it on his channel and that yeah. that could be a good look for him. But that does make your brand not look as powerful, maybe, you know? Yeah. Uh, where where do you see, what's like your mentality on that? I mean, it was like that for a long time until I started focusing on my own stuff, where it's like, right. I don't really even care to upload anybody really? music anymore. But you're down you know? to take jobs shooting shit, but you're not yeah. really trying to upload shit to your channel? Yeah, I, I just put my own stuff. Unless it's some, some if, if it makes sense, I will do it. If it's mm-hmm. something I know is going to be legendary and all that, like, hell yeah, I'll do it. You know, I'm not going to be naive and be stubborn about it, but, you know, I I'm not just uploading anything. I still, maybe it's just like I still have an attachment to it. Mm. But yeah, but but that goes with work period. I don't want to work with anybody if it don't, just because it's going to make me some money. I mm. want to have fun doing what I 
what I do, you know. Right, definitely. Um, I noticed that you started to shoot videos with Duck at a certain point, mm-hmm. and that you shot videos with Billionaire in Black and stuff. Yeah. Was there a certain point where you were like, I like, I'm not really working with Chief Keef anymore, so it's it's cool for me to work with these guys, or was yeah. that that much of a consideration? I already I already knew these people, so you know, I wasn't picking sides. I don't I don't game bang. I didn't even grow up in the same neighborhoods as them, so I didn't feel like I didn't owe nobody no no type of loyalty in that way, you know what I mean? And at that point, maybe it was a little like that, like, I'm glad it happened that way because I didn't want to ever have to pick sides. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was dealing with them, I might have would have been pressured into. So I'm happy it 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 turned out that way because then I can say like I'm one of the only ones who worked with everybody and have mm-hmm. all of them under the same umbrella and channel, you know, and, and Duck was a, Doug was a cool dude. Like, he always showed love. And I knew him, I met him back in, like, 2010 or something like that, when he mm. was about 15 or something. It's crazy because you, you know? as the video guy, you probably get to see a very human side of dudes who a lot of even their fans look at them as just savages. Like, yeah. they love them for talking about crazy-ass street shit, and you get to see, like, a very human version of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, he was always, he was funny. Just, like, you know, he was cool. Like, mm. and... and the thing with me, I feel like these people had a certain respect for me where when I came around, like I didn't even, most of the issues that I know people have, I learned just like everybody else had learned from YouTube. Like mm. they didn't speak about none of that stuff around me. I didn't even know they anybody had any serious problems with each other. You would, I ain't completely stupid to what's going on, but like I had, I have a song right now, it's my record with Billionaire Black and Dirk on it. Mm. Billionaire, Buck 20, Vic Moan. I had Lil Durk and Billy now in my basement recording music together. We was at the music garage together. So, like, when I shot I'm a Hitter, I had just shot a video with Billy and Black. He dropped me off to Lil Durk at the gas station. Mm. They shook hands. We went and did the I'm a So it just wasn't serious like that at the yeah, time? Yeah, I don't think it was mm. was that serious. You know what I mean? Like I, like I said, I feel like it was a shift after the little JoJo thing. Right. Like, I, I remember when that happened, my phone, I broke my phone, and I had to order a new phone. So I didn't have a phone for like three days, and I remember turning my phone back on, and I seen it, and I I just sent it sent chills through my body. I was like, I just, I knew at that moment everything was finna change, you know. And that was a wild time too, because even the way that Chief Key tweeted about it after yeah. it happened, I feel like a lot of people who didn't really know much about Chicago, but kind of saw that tweet and realized what it was, and mm-hmm. realized just sort of like how calloused certain people in Chicago were to death, especially the death of like a little kid. Yeah. That just like was a really eye-opening thing for a lot of people like, oh shit, like it's really like that out there. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was, for me, it was, I was, when I first seen a little JoJo video, I was scared. I was like, shit, I don't want to run into these. <laughs> Where they from? I ain't going over there. So right. when, when, when that happened, I just knew it was, I just knew it was going to be a lot of hectic stuff happening at that point. I don't know. I ain't know what to anticipate, but I just knew it wasn't it wasn't good. I didn't know him though. I never met him. I didn't know I just knew it was it was it was a bad look, you know. It's interesting though because from your perspective as a <clears throat> person who does videos, it's kind of like you could have just got deeper and deeper into the street shit and yeah. shoot videos for everybody who's rapping about all this drill shit whatever. But was that your mentality, or were you like, yeah. nah, I'm really trying to just be like a more overall director? Yeah, I wanted to be like overall. Mm-hmm. I didn't, it, I don't know. I, I feel like shooting the music and 
being around it sometimes was enticing and it it was cool, but because I grew up around it, so I wasn't never really ever really nervous mm. about being around these people. Like, and I mean that kind of music, like dissing people and dissing people's dead homies and shit, yeah. it's viral. Like you know people are gonna pay attention to it right away, mm-hmm. but. It's also like, is this the energy you want to necessarily surround yourself in yeah. the long term? I don't know. Like I said, I never, you can't pull up. Uh, it might be some subliminal disses in the videos I shot, but you can't really pull up, pull up no videos with me shooting them dissing dead homies. Like, right. I just never filmed it, you know? So, Nobody really ever bought me that type of music. So at some point, did you kind of like decide you wanted to fall back from making videos and focus more on your music? Or yeah. w- w- what was the transformation like for you in that regard? Um, when I Actually, when I was going through like the, the bad management situation where I felt like, you know, um, he was ru- ruining what I had going on, like my vision. Mm. I can't even really put it on him. I got to take accountability. I, I should have been more vocal in the situation and took control. But... Once I felt like the the video stuff wasn't working out the same way, I was like, all right, I need to go back to my first love, man. Because that's what I wanted to do anyway. And it was just like the pressure of all that. I was like, I got to do something. I got to do something different. You Mm -hmm. feel me? So I started pushing out my music, you know, Mm -hmm. and just going full force with that, you know. How would you describe your music to somebody who's never heard it? Um, It's just me. It's it's what I go through. It's... Super transparent. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just me. It's, it come from the soul, for real. Do you make music all the time, or is it more like it kind of comes and goes? It comes and goes. I feel like most, like recently in like the past year, I haven't been working on music as much as I I used to. I ain't been really I'm trying to find this, the same like passion mm-hmm. again with it. But uh, yeah, it, it comes and goes. Sometimes I, I have a year where I'm like, man, I'm finna focus on my music. I really want to do music. Then I hit a wall, and I'm like, man, I want to do music videos again. So I start back shooting music videos, and then I be like, I get drained of that, and be like, nope, trying to go back in my bubble and focus on me again. So it's mm-hmm. like uh, back and forth type of thing. Do you, you know? produce much still? I produce everything I put out. Okay. I produce it. I record it. I even shoot my own videos. Mm-hmm. I, I have somebody... I'll have somebody shoot it or I'll put it on a tripod and, and figure it out myself. You Are you know? super tuned into all the stuff that's coming out of Chicago these days in terms of like new artists and everything? I'm, I'm only familiar with like a couple of the new artists that's coming out of that. Right. Anybody like stand I, out um, to you? Yeah, actually, the, uh, it's a funny story I, with the with the PGF Nook. Mm. Right. He has My a, favorite current artist, probably. Yeah, he has a song called Marlo Block. Okay. Yeah. Marlo is my little cousin. Really? He was 15. He got killed two years ago. Wow. And it was the first murder I ever experienced in my family. I Somebody that you really were close to like no, that? No, I wasn't close with him. Oh, in your family. He was he was a kid, but it was he's like my little cousin. And, you know, I went. I remember going to the funeral, and I never seen my family like that. I ain't never seen one of my family members in a casket off of, off of murder. And it it's just crazy because that was the moment when I when I really decided I wasn't gonna put out drill music videos anymore. So mm. I just felt like it was hella crazy that he was with those guys like. But PGF Nook now blowing up, saying the craziest shit you ever heard on records. Yeah, and he, I, I had ran <laughs> into him. Five million guns in the videos. Yeah, I met him at uh, I was at the United Center when Dirk just performed, so I had met him oh, for really? the first time. Yeah, right. so uh, yeah, he he stands out to me. Um, it's a, uh, I don't know, I ain't, I ain't really 
too in tune with everything else. I, 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 don't, I don't try to consume too much of it. You Tap know? in my boy Shoebox, baby. Shoebox. I heard of him before. I ain't never. He's the uh, new face of the O. I ain't never listened to his music. I probably heard, I think I heard the song uh, when it was like this and Young yeah, Boy. Yeah. I think that was that's his how I heard. One. Yeah, I think that's how I heard uh, about him. But, he got the personality, though. That guy's hilarious. Yeah. We had him on here. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't too much be super tuned in with everybody. You know, I pretty much focus on myself for the most part. But so you were backstage at the Nook, at the uh, that big ass Dirk concert. Yeah. So I you got, stay tapped in with him like that a little bit. With, with, with Dirk? Dirk? Nah, I got, uh, I went there with Katie. Katie got banned. Oh really? Yeah. She has been capping about doing an interview for years <laughs> now. Yeah, like but, I could show you my DMs and it's just her being like Adam, and I go yo, and then like six months later, Adam. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and then like a year later, Adam. Like, yeah. this is weird. Like, I would yeah. love to interview her. I've, I've always fucked with her since the beginning. Yeah. Maybe this will no, get I'm her a, off I'm your ass. No, I'm responsible for the the viral meme with Katie Got Band. Which one? With her with the little gun. Oh, I remember back in the day. I couldn't believe she had yeah. a gun in that video back I, I then. I produced that song, too. That was, uh. a, that was a song I produced. I shot the video. Right. Recorded the song. That's when I was like, wow, Chicago is really going crazy. Yeah. This that fucking was, that young was ass girl got a gun in the video. That was... Back then, it's, it was hilarious. When I, it's like mm. now when I look at it, I'm like, it is kind of like crazy if you <laughs> right. look at it from the outside. But I had never seen a girl with a gun in the video before, that. <laughs> and especially yeah, I, she's like young as shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was that was. I didn't expect that to be. Like I knew the song was was, mm. was hard, but I didn't know that that would be the moment that would stand out from the music video. You know, right? But when you look like. Was there something about Dirk playing a fucking 20,000 people or whatever in the middle of the city? Was there something about that that kind of like just stood out to like, holy shit. Yeah, like, it was. This thing I was a part of is look how fucking big this is. Yeah, I got on, I got to get on stage with him. Mm. You know, uh, I chopped it up with her. You know, Lil Reese showed some love. Like, it was, I don't know, it was like surreal. It was just like watching my vision just like get expanded and it's like, Damn, bro, we was just in the basement. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I just slept on dirt couch and, mm. and 20,000 people. It was crazy. Crazy. I mean, we'll never get to see that with Sosa because he is not allowed in the city. Somehow, Hopefully somehow dirt got through. Yeah. I still, I, I still feel like Keith is crazy. Like, he, I feel like if Keith is more consistent, he can really, because he's still like everybody who comes out, even artists that ain't even got nothing to, I seen Doja Cat tweet, like, mm. Keith is the best rapper. Like, he, I don't know. I just feel like it's just something about it. Like, he still run it, like, secretly. You if, know what you, I mean? if you look at them two, like Dirk and Sosa side by side, you kind of got to look at Dirk like this real strategic dude who, like, figured out what people wanted and how to make great music and just kept working at it over and over over the years to figure out how to really like crack the code and he has a lot of talent but then when you look at sosa is someone who's just so him yeah. that he just can't adapt or fit to anybody else's expectation of him yeah. and so as a result like the fans do love him for who he is but he's you know, he doesn't make music trying to make a hit. He doesn't make music that sounds like something that's going to go viral. Unless he just hits it accidentally, you know, he makes a finito, and yeah. it's huge. I think the you know? was, a, was a really, he should do yeah, a that video a for one. that. That was, yeah. I think that was a really good song. Keith, I think Keith can really rap, though. Mm. Like, yeah. He can really, really rap, but um, I, don't know, I think he just, he just say, like, he don't care about music. Yeah. Like. He don't care about nothing. He's just in his own <laughs> fucking world. 
Yeah, but I, I be the same way sometimes, so I don't blame them. Like this, man, it could be draining. And then I can only look at it. When I look at it from his perspective, he been famous since he was 15, 16. Mm. So I can only imagine, that, you know, at some point, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I know I'd probably be tired. I didn't get had my moments where I disappear and be tired of, you know, dealing with it. So, uh, so you, you're perfectly happy to just dip off and not be yeah. on the grind from and I didn't went time to time. Phone, like all types of, I delete my Instagram and just be away from everybody. Like I mean, it gets draining, man. Then you're around a lot of, it's a lot of fake love. You know, mm. uh, everybody wants something from you. You know, it, with me, it, it's always been difficult because I'm the person who everybody credits for making everybody famous. So I got to deal with that mm. even now to this day, where people want to be around me because it's like, man, you can, can you make me famous? Mm. You know what I mean? So even with girls, all type of stuff. Really. Yeah. Still getting director pussy? Man, I'll I be celibate, bro. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie, bro. Because I, I, I'm trying to, I'm, I want to have a family eventually, so I'll be slowing down. Right. Like, you know, I'll be trying to move a little bit more intentional, you feel Stay me? Stay away from the thoughts. Yeah, I, don't, I leave the thoughts alone nowadays, mm. you feel me? So, yeah, but I had crazy stuff with girls, like, back then. Like, I had a girl sleep with me, then, like, pull out a contract to do her, like, free music videos. Like, wow. In, like, 2012. That's yeah. bold. My, my father, he seemed like, man, what the hell? Like, he's not signing that. I had to kick out, you know? <laughs> Holy shit. That's hilarious. Yeah. But is there part of you that wants to, like, find an artist that you believe in and, and just do the videos, do the music, like, just fucking yeah. work their whole career? Mm, yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't think I want to be an artist forever. Like, mm. I enjoy helping build artists up, like... <clears throat> That's just something I, I, that's why I did it. You know, I, I wanted to do my music, but I wouldn't have worked with all these artists if that wasn't something mm. that was in me too. Like, I, I mean, love, look at Bibby. Like he just yeah. kind of recognized early on that like, yeah, my music's cool and people like it, but I have more to offer if I could just be the guy discovering the talent. Yeah, I want to do that, but I just haven't came across the right artist. If I come across the right artist, bro, I'm not, putting out music no more. Mm. I, I feel like at some point it started feeling like I was putting out my music because it felt like I had to, like, to just be consistent and, you know, stay current and relevant. But, yeah, if I if I get the right artist, I'm not really going to be putting out music anymore. Mm. You still stay in Chicago? Yeah, I live in Chicago still. Is that something you're thinking about changing or are you committed? No, I'm, I'm moving. Yeah? Yeah. Chicago. Coming out here or where are you going? Yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming to L.A. Okay. For sure. Nice. I'm I'm going to travel the world eventually, but my next stop is L.A. Have you traveled much so far? Yeah, I've traveled a lot, actually. Okay. I haven't been, like, to the to overseas, like, U.K. I've been mm. to South America, mm. like, shooting. But, uh, yeah, I haven't been over there What did you shoot down there? Uh, in, uh, in South America? Yeah. I did a music video in, like, Aruba, Dominican Republic. Wow. And uh, I did, like, a documentary in, in Trinidad. A documentary about what? Like the Trinidad music scene. You made the whole documentary? No, I did it with my with my boy Cyrus. He was working, I think, for like AOL or something at the time. Oh, so it was like his project and he yeah, brought you on he, to film? Yeah, he flew me out to help mm. him. I mean, we, we interviewed like Bangum Smurf. Really? Yeah, because you know he got like deported to Trinidad. That was the dude who had beef with 50 back in yeah, the day? Yeah, yeah. He got deported to there? Yeah, I think that's what he's like. I haven't thought, from. I haven't heard the name Bangum Smurf in <laughs> so long. That's crazy. Yeah, we was out in the hills. Like, he, they wanted us to come up in the hills and, and, and like interview him and everything. And the locals were like, don't go up there. Really? Yeah, they were like, y'all gonna get robbed. You had 
like a, a person to help you navigate these situations because yeah, like, overseas they yeah. really take your shit out there cyrus was already out there like you know making friends and everything so when i got there i was straight he met me at the airport with like two girls wow yeah like we just got the ball rolling that's crazy so it was cool it changed my life actually damn it was, it was super dope it changed your outlook like, yeah it made you realize how big the world was yeah it made me realize how good i actually had it mm. and how i wasn't really using my resources you had these people um really giving up their whole life to do music and they don't even have half the resources that i have mm. you know so it just made me be a little more grateful for what i had back home you know right do you do you have all your business and everything in order in terms of getting paid off of the shit that you produced back in the day and all that kind of stuff nah no nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but like and then like in 2012, 2013, I, I started getting paid on YouTube in 2013. Right. I didn't even have like monetization mm -hmm. when everything first started going up. And then like made a little bread and then like the labels came through yeah. and like sweeped everything. So that people yeah. are probably thinking like, damn, he gets so many views on his channel. But probably yeah, nah. almost every big song is claimed, right? Yeah. Yeah. At this point, yeah, maybe everything. Mm. Yeah. So. YouTube is a dude. Still know. a big platform though, because if you found an artist that was dope that you wanted to pop off now, yeah. and you put them on your channel, you wouldn't have to go to a No Jumper or a World Star or whoever. Like you, yeah. you could get a lot of eyeballs on them without sure. much effort. It just got to be the, the right person, and and, and consistency gonna win. Right. You know, and if it, if it's good, it's gonna work. But they can't be smoking on somebody's uncle. <laughs> you trying to avoid that? A hundred percent. I never. I never. I never was. Uh, with that you know right yeah. definitely so what do you want to achieve like when you think about your life now what do you see yourself doing over the course of the next 10 20 years like what, what's the goal man ultimately you don't have anything to do with music it's just about like starting a family and, and mm -hmm. raising a family and being able to give like help my family build generational wealth so whatever it takes to do that that's what's going to happen but next 10 20 years that's that's what my mind is at how are you gonna start a family you're gonna get on tinder or something tinder don't work <laughs> i mean it would definitely work for me back in the day yeah back in the not day not for getting married but for yeah, getting some nah, pussy it'll work I ain't, it's something special about meeting somebody in person and, and having chemistry so yeah. how do you meet them though you go to the bar you go to church and i ain't gonna go to church but <laughs> you never know you want to meet a nice girl you might want to go to church you might go to church Man, you will be surprised who who up in church, man. Really? Church on Sunday, uh, 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 something else out doing. All week, these guys know? I do podcasts with are yeah. trying to tell me how religious they are. I'm like, you didn't go to church, bro. Come yeah. on. No, I ain't. I ain't super. I ain't super religious. I, I believe in God though, but I ain't uh, like all into the, that stuff. Having kids, the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I bet. I mean. Starting this business and like getting my business together in general is probably the best thing I ever did, but definitely the kid too. Like it was yeah. just fucking. Yeah, eventually that's, that's why I slowed down because I I didn't mess with some wild girls and I did not want to have kids with you know. That is a good point. Having a kid with the wrong girl is probably the biggest L you could take in life. Yeah. So yeah, I don't be. But I mean, you're moving slow in comparison to like don't don't Keith got like six kids, eight kids. I don't know. I don't know. I think Dirk has seven kids. Yeah, that, yeah he posted on his Instagram. He was like, "I want to see my kid." <laughs> he had a list, <laughs> so many goddamn names. I'm like, that's yeah. a lot of fucking children. And when I went back, when I was messing with Dirk, he only had like, when I first started working with Dirk, he had a baby on the way with Nikki, and I was around him when he had Angelo. Hmm. But other than that, like, I don't know. 
I don't know how many kids Keith have, though. It stood out to me so much back in the day when Young Boy said 17 with four babies, and now he has, like, seven or some shit. He has, yeah. like, way more than that now. Hey, I'm, I got lucky, though, because I was out here wilding, too, back right. then, you know? You were? You were getting oh, yeah. fucked up back in the day? Like, on what? Like Drugs the, and shit? Nah. No? Nah, I never did You drugs. never did that? Nah. Oh, okay. I used to do, I used to drink, but. Uh, you were just wilding with your dingling? Yeah. Mm. Out here. Not wrapping it up, just getting mm. it on. Cause you know, back then it was like girls was really, yeah, it was it was getting to it. Wrapping it up, wrapping it up is a big sacrifice. Shout out yeah. to everybody who's doing it, cause I can't do it. Yeah, that's why I had to slow down too. I'm like, I ain't trying to be out here bogus and have a bunch of kids. You mm. know, you know, just start being like, like I said, more uh, intentional with everything. You know, with every decision. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to tell the people at home? Um, shout out to me. The architect. Yeah, shout out because man, I, I done been through some 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 things, and for me to be sitting here ten years later, still getting able to tell my story, still mm. living. Yeah, shout out to Chicago. Shout out to you know everybody I came up with. It's crazy though because your name still ring bells like. Trev, our filmer, who shoots music videos and stuff, yeah. he didn't realize it was you. And then I'm talking to the camera saying, like, okay, we're doing the D Gaines interview. And he's like, that's him? And he, like, <laughs> ran in here like, hey, man, yeah. I fuck with you. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm happy I'm finally get to, like, really put a, a, a face to the name. Because a lot of people, I didn't, didn't know who I was, like, my face. But then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll sit around somebody for an hour. Then they'll be like, what's your name? I'm like, D Gaines. Then the whole energy had changed. So mm. maybe that's like a, a conscious thing I do too, like or subconscious, like because I've seen people act different once they realize who I am. So mm. I, just, I walk in like it's myself, introduce myself. I say oh, I'm D. You feel me? Right. And then go from there. Hey, yeah. they got to pay respect to the legend. Yeah, legendary. We all legends. Legendary shit. <laughs> D Gaines, I appreciate you coming through, man. Man, I appreciate you having me, man. Hey, much love, much respect. Everybody yeah. tap into his channel and everything he got going on. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, TikTok, Patreon, Instagram, all that shit. Like, comment, and subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. I'm reading each and every comment, so uh, tap in down below. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Thank you.